Welcome to Accessible Art History, the podcast, the best place for art history lovers or anyone that is curious. My name is Annalisa, and I'm here to share an incredible work with you. Just a quick reminder before we get started. All sources and images will be posted on the Accessible Art History blog. You can find the link in the episode description as well as on our Instagram at accessible.art.history. Now that we have that out of the way, let's get started. And just like that, we're halfway through season 10. This week's piece is a monumental work of art that was created as a part of the landscape. It's a bit different than my usual subject, but I think it's crucial to understanding the trajectory of modern art. It's called Spiral Jetty and was created by Robert Smithson in 1970. So to learn more, keep on listening. Located in the Great Salt Lake in Utah, Spiral Jetty is huge. It measures at 1,500 feet or 416 meters long by 15 feet wide or 4.6 meters wide. As the name suggests, the work is a spiral shape and it spins counterclockwise. The work is made of massive quantities of mud, precipitated salt crystals, and basalt rocks. Due to its location, the work is sometimes underwater. However, with the rise of climate change, it's often more visible than not, due to the waters of the lake receding. With a work of this massive size, it's natural to wonder how it was made. After designing the concept, Robert Smithson hired local contractor Bob Phillips to haul in all the materials to the site and then arrange them. In total, Phillips used his equipment to move around 7,000 tons of rocks, mud, and salt crystals. The process took five days total. The piece was actually finished after only two. However, after careful consideration, Smithson made some changes to the design. After explaining the changes to Phillips, it took another three days to move the material around the site to make the final design that we see today. Next, I'm going to dive deeper into this piece. But first, let's take a quick break. Annalisa, and I'm the founder of Accessible Art History. As a part of my content offerings, I produce a podcast. For the first several seasons, I will be discussing 50 objects that shape the history of Western art. From prehistoric cave paintings to contemporary art, I'll be covering it all. The podcast was designed for everyone, from the casual couch historian to a museum's expert. It all fits within the larger mission of Accessible Art History to create a space for art history lovers, students, and anyone who is curious to explore all periods of art history and human creation. New episodes drop every Monday on your favorite podcast platform. Make sure to follow the Instagram page for all updates at accessible.art.history. Let's examine the meaning behind the piece. The first element of significance is its location. According to his own writings, Smithson proclaimed that he was fascinated with locations that had connections to prehistory. And the Great Salt Lake certainly fits the mold. At the site of the work itself, Rosal Point, the water is sometimes a blood-red color. This is because of the salt-loving bacteria and algae. They thrive at the 27% salinity level gives the landscape a mysterious and primordial air. 
The shape of the work, the giant spiral, also has a meaning. According to Smithson, it was meant to mimic the salt molecules found in the Great Salt Lake. The basalt material was meant to represent the volcanic material that's found throughout the region. By building his work into the natural landscape, Smithson was commenting on the constant change of the Earth. Sometimes spiral jetty is visible, sometimes it's not. It's all a part of the experience. Smithson intended for the whole body and mind to experience his works. In turn, the people become a part of the history of the piece. In 1999, Spiral Jetty was donated to the Dia Art Foundation. The foundation itself was created in 1974 by Philippa Demille, Heinier Friedrich, and Helen Winkler. Their goal was to not only provide a space for the maintenance of art, but to also provide resources for artists to create, especially those that normally wouldn't have access. They chose the name Dia in Greek because it means through. Today, the Dia Art Foundation has sites in America and Germany, with galleries spread out through New York City. The foundation and its connection to the spiral jetty represents the importance of preserving art for future generations to learn and enjoy. So who's the man behind the work? Robert Smithen was born on January 2, 1938, in Passaic, New Jersey. As a young man, he studied painting and drawing in New York City at both the Art Students League of New York and the Brooklyn Museum of Art. Early in his career, Smithson actually identified with himself as a painter, he was heavily influenced by science fiction, pop art, and Catholic imagery. After taking a short break from his career, he began to use more and more sculptural elements in his pieces. He married Nancy Holt, a fellow artist. The two had similar styles and created many works together. In addition to his artistic works, Smithson also wrote a number of pieces on his theories of art. His most famous was on site versus non-sites. Sites where works, like Spiral Jetty, where the location played an integral role in the creation and understanding of the piece. Non-sites were works that could be placed anywhere and still maintain their original meaning. Sadly, Robert Smithson died on July 20, 1973, in a horrific plane crash. He and fellow artists were serving one of his installations in Amarillo, Texas, in a lightweight aircraft when it crashed to the ground. In 2014, the Holt Smithson Foundation was created to preserve the legacies of the two artists and continue their hard work. Spiral Jetty represents the important interaction between humans and the planet to create a thought-provoking work of art. I wonder how it'll change over the next few decades. Make sure to tune in next week when I discuss The Dinner Party by Judy Chicago. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Accessible Art History, the podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at accessible.art.history for updates and keep an eye out for our next episode. They drop every Monday on your favorite podcast platform.